Welcome to an inspirational message from Creekwood Church. We hope that you have an encounter with God and discover practical ways to help you live a life of purpose. Well, we are, are starting a brand new series called Daring Faith. And how many of you, when you watch that video, you were like, I would get hurt if I did that. Raise your hand. Those are all the old people here tonight. All the, the, the cool young people like Pastor Matt, Matt's like smiling going, I could do that. I want to do that. You know, I'm like, that would hurt my back. I would get hurt. Somehow I know I would figure out, you know, how many of y'all like you just get hurt no matter what you're doing? That's me. Okay. I'm like, you know, it's, it's, it's fun talking about being daring and it's, it's exciting when you think about it. And talking about daring faith, for a lot of us, man, if we're honest, that's not what our life is about. That our life, um, if you were to describe your life and the way you live your life, um, it's not about daring faith. And you look at, at, at really what's become of your faith, you've kind of lost the fact that big things happen when we have faith. And we're going to take the next few weeks to really just kind of unpack that. And I, I'm going to just kind of pre-warn you. I, I hope you get uncomfortable. I hope I, I kind of make you a little uncomfortable with your life. And the reason why is that I think that a lot of us, when you hear me talk about faith and in, in, in daring faith, um, a lot of us, what's happened is, is, and this is a normal part of a, a natural, it evolves in our life, is that we start to look in through the lens of everything needs to be rational. And we look at our life through the intellectual lens of our, our, our perspective of our life. And, and we kind of like start to connect the dots. And it's true that when you're younger, you're just kind of crazy. And you get a little bit older and you start to believe you're wiser. Hopefully. <laughs> You're kind of you're starting to think you're getting smarter, and and what happens is we start to live really safe lives. We stop risking. We we, we stop really believing that 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 you know what there are um, some areas of our life where you know what I need to live a little. And I'm hoping that that in 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 this series that as we look at at some of the areas of your life where you're living too guarded or too careful. And you're living this safe life that something inside of you says, you know what, this is irrational for me to do this, but I know God is calling me to take this step of a daring faith in my life. And you look at your life, and again, I think that a lot of us, man, um, we just can't remember the last time we loosened the grip of perfection in our life, of, of living a safe life. And I want to challenge you to kind of come to the edge of your life and look over the horizon and say, what if I were to jump? What if I were to take this daring faith step in my life and go for it? Jump off the cliff of life. You know, the Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 9, 29, if you have your Bibles, you want to turn there and we're going to look at that scripture, and then we're also going to be primarily in 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 15. 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 15. But I first want to read this scripture in Matthew 9, 29. 
The Bible says this, according to your faith, let it be done to you. This is one of the most amazing statements in Scripture. It says, according to your faith, it will be done to you. Jesus says to us, you and I get to choose how much God is going to bless us. You and I get to choose how much God's going to use us in our life. It's our decision. This scripture, he talks to us about an understanding that big things happen when I act in faith. You want to know what God is all about? God is all about faith. The Bible tells us in the scriptures that it's impossible, and I'm going to read that scripture in a few moments, but do you know that it's impossible for you to please God without faith? And there's a great example of some daring faith, a daring faith moment in this passage of Scripture in 2 Kings, if you want to turn there with me, in uh, verse 15. But before we read the Scripture, um, let me just kind of set this up, what's happening here and, and the context of this Scripture. You have three kings that decide they're going to come together. They're going to get in unity. They're going to bring their, their forces together, and they're going to go to war. They've got an enemy, and they're like, you know what, if we all come together and we are all in, in unity, and we come together, we can defeat this enemy. The Bible tells us that, that these kings get together, and they start marching. They march for seven days out in the desert, and they realize that they didn't plan for one key thing. They didn't bring enough water. How many of y'all know water's important? I know some of y'all don't believe that because you love Coke so much. You're like, I don't want water, but water's important. It's what my wife tells me all the time. <laughs> Too many Diet Cokes. Um, but they forgot to get enough water, and they're like freaking out about, you know what, our guys are going to die. That This army, man, we're not even going to get to the battlefront, to the front lines, because we don't have enough water. And they're, they're talking, and they decide, that they, they kind of come to terms, and they're like, you know what, let's go. And, and let's talk to, somebody go get Elisha. He's the prophet. Elisha's this prophet that is, has got this reputation of being able to trust God to do some huge things. And they're like, you know what? Elisha hears from God. Let's see if he can help us get rain here in this desert, in this drought that, that is everywhere and there's no water anywhere. And they, so they go get Elisha. And you just have to kind of know Elisha. Elisha um, was a little cocky. He was. He learned that from his mentor, Elijah, and he is kind of messing with them because these three kings didn't really have anything to do with God until this moment, and now they're in trouble, and now they're looking for somebody to help them. And, you know, Elisha's so cocky, he's talking about their mama. He's, he's just, you know, he's like, man, you know, telling them all this different stuff, and, and, and they're like, you know what, you need to help us. We need water. We're in this drought. And our, our soldiers are going to die before they even get to the battle. Would you do something for us? And so this is where we're at. This moment, these guys are dying of thirst. In verse 15, this is amazing. The first, things, first thing out of Elisha's mouth is this. But now bring me a musician. How many of y'all think that's a little weird? Like people are thirsty and you're like, will you go get me some musicians? You're like, I'm going to kill you right now. Get us some water. 
And, and I think this is important because we can look at this and say, you know what, what, well, why does he want some music? What is the deal? Do you know that I don't think we really understand the power of worship and what worship and music does, how it connects our soul with God and the presence of God. This is why, listen to me, it's important for you to be here during worship. It's important for you to worship God because as you worship God, you have to understand that the, the people that are up here on the stage, they're not giving us a concert. You could go a lot of places and get a concert. They are working hard to get us into the presence of God. And Elisha says, go get me some musicians. And he wants music. He wants worship because this is what he knows is going to help him connect to the presence of God. And it says, the Bible tells us, then it happened when the music played that the hand of the Lord came upon him. And he said, thus says the Lord, make the valley full of ditches. Elisha tells them, I know y'all want water. I know y'all are thirsty and you're dehydrated. But now I want y'all to go dig ditches all over this desert. (laughs) How many of y'all know when you're dehydrated, you don't want to do anything? You know, you get, like, you've been out in the yard working all day long. You're, like, getting on your last nerve, right? You're cranky. You are like, everybody get out of my way. I want some water, and I got to rest. And here, these guys, this is what Elisha says. What I want you to do is just start digging ditches. Everybody say, dig ditches. He just tells them. I want you to dig ditches. They're looking for rain, and what they do is they get a work order. And there's no Home Depot. There's no place that they can go rent a big old tractor to start digging a ditch. And he says, I want you to start digging ditches. This is irrational. But see, I think that a lot of us, this is what happens. We all face this kind of moment with God every single day. We have learned to live rational lives. We live our lives through the intellectual lens of our life that everything has to make sense. It has to be rational. And then God comes along and he starts to speak into your life and he says something irrational for you to do as you're praying over your life. And this is where daring faith stops for a lot of us because a lot of us, what happens is we are like, you know what, that kind of faith step doesn't make sense. That kind of daring faith is irrational. I'm living a rational life. And we brought it down to everything has to be intellectual. Everything has to make sense. What if I were to tell you your next breakthrough is one, one daring faith step away. Something like, as crazy as you need to start digging ditches. So this is what's happening here. He says, dig ditches. And it says, for thus says the Lord, you shall not see wind, nor shall you see rain. Yet that valley shall be filled with water so that you, your cattle and your animals may drink. And this is a simple matter. I love this. It says, and this is a simple matter in the sight of God, in the Lord. How many of you know that your your crisis, your problem you're going through, it's a simple matter in the sight of God? God can solve that. I'm preaching a lot better than y'all are reacting tonight, but I'm going to be okay. (laughs) Y'all are just looking at me. 
Y'all are thinking about going to, I don't know, Cot Patch or somewhere. And I'm like, man, I'm preaching good. I'm preaching a lot better than y'all responding, but that's okay. I'm, I'm all right. This is a simple matter in the sight of the Lord. He will also deliver the Moabites into your hands. Also, you shall attack every fortified city and every choice city and shall cut down every good tree and stop up every spring of water and ruin every good piece of land and stones. What's he telling them? He says, you're going to come down like a mighty army. He's giving them confidence that what they're getting ready to do is going to happen, that God is with them. Verse 20, it says, now it happened in the morning when the grain offering was offered that suddenly, everybody say suddenly. Water came by way of Edom, and the land was filled with water. What an incredible miracle. But you have to step back and see the instructions for this army was only that you need to go dig ditches in this barren valley, this desert-like place. And the fact that they were willing to be obedient brought about the miracle. They were praying for rain. And the instructions were just go dig ditches. Just go dig ditches and God's going to bring the rain. See, that's daring faith. The Bible tells us that in, in Hebrews 11, 6, it says, Without faith, it's impossible for you to please God. James chapter 2, verse 17, it says, in the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, it's dead. Faith that does nothing is worth nothing. What is faith? Hebrews 11, 1 says, what is faith? It is the confidence, assurance that something we, we want is going to happen. It is the certainty that what we hope for is waiting for us, even though we cannot see it ahead of us. It's a daring faith. I'm telling you, you cannot live your life without having daring faith. God, this is the way God works. God is continually asking us, will you trust me so much to do something that does not make sense in your life, and I'm going to show you what I can do. See, how many of you know that, that God could just say, Ditches and all the water would have been in the ditches. They wouldn't have had to dug it. God could have gone out and gone like, like a little tornado and gone all over the, that, that desert and a bunch of little ditches would have been out there and they could have just stood back and go, okay, awesome. God could do all that. But he doesn't. Why? Because God wants us to participate in the miracle. God wants you and I to participate in the miracle. And see, when we step out and show God our faith, listen to me, don't miss this. When we step out and show God our faith, God shows up in a big way in our life. The New Testament is full of these kind of moments of go dig a ditch. Go do this first. You act. You take that daring faith. Think about the guy with the withered hand. With Jesus. Jesus doesn't go up and heal his withered hand first and then say, why don't, you, why don't you do, after I heal it, why don't you show your hand, stretch it out? No, he says first, he says, I want you to stretch it out first. He hadn't healed him 
He had to take daring faith, a step of faith to stretch his hand out. You think about the other, other man that was crippled when Jesus said, just go pick up your mat. He wasn't healed. He had to pick up his mat. That was daring faith to get up and pick up your mat. What about the guys with leprosy? Jesus did not heal them immediately. What did Jesus say? Go show yourself to the priest. And the Bible tells us that you can imagine these guys were kind of scratching their head thinking, go show myself to the priest. I did that and they kicked me out of the city because I'm unclean. And now you're asking me to take such daring faith, such a step in my life to move towards and walk back into that city and show myself to the priest. And the Bible tells us something so incredible. It says, while they were on their way, that Jesus healed them. While they were moving towards that, while they were taking that step of faith, moving into that. See, listen to me. I could talk a lot about this in your own personal life. I, I think that there are a lot of us today that you, you look at, for example, your marriage. You, you can pray all day long, God, would you, would you bless my marriage? My marriage is in trouble. We got problems. We're, we're in trouble in our marriage. You can pray all you want to, but unless you're willing to start digging a ditch in your marriage, nothing's going to happen. It might take that you need to trust God with some daring faith to say, you know what, the romance, everything is gone, but I'm going to dig a ditch and I'm going to take my wife on a date to a restaurant where they bring the food to you. <laughs> you're going to dig a ditch, men. You're going to dig such an incredible ditch. You're going to put on a shirt that's got buttons on it when you take her on the date. Am I preaching, ladies? Come on. I need, I need, I need some excitement here tonight. Come on, ladies, y'all are like, come on, we're going out to eat tonight. Forget Dairy Queen. We're not going to Dairy Queen tonight. <laughs> Does anybody go to Dairy Queen anymore? I like, I like DQ. Uh, where was I? The date. <laughs> you got you to gotta dig the ditch. We want to beg God for the rain. We love the rain. We're sitting around asking God for the rain, and God's saying, will you just go dig the ditch? Will you go dig the ditch in your marriage and start investing, doing those small things that's going to bring about the rain and the blessing in your life? Some of you men are going to go home and like, God, i got to dig a ditch around your wife's going to come. What are you doing? Digging a ditch. Listen to me. Some of you are praying for God to bless your finances. You're begging God to bless you. Bless my finances. Bless me in this area. But you, when somebody talks to you about the biblical concept of daring faith and starting to tithe, you are like, you're crazy. That's so irrational. That doesn't make sense for me to take 10% of my income and give it to God and think that that is going to bless my life. Why would I dig that kind of ditch? Why would I be generous to people and think that God's going to do something in my life. Parents, listen to me. I know you, man, my heart goes out to parents of small children. It, isn't it crazy how busy our families are now? I mean, 
parents of kids, kids are, are so busy and there's so many demands and trying to, to mix God into and put God into, and faith into their life in the mix of all the busyness, it's, it's, it's hard. And it's very easy to kind of walk in here and go, well, we dedicated Junior to the Lord at the baby dedication and we're done and we're just praying for God to do a, make him a man of God one day and we're not, we just know God's going to do something big, but you don't dig the ditch of saying, you know what, our son or our daughter is going to be at youth group. We're going to dig the ditch of making sure our kids are in church. We're going to dig the ditch that, you know what, it may not make sense that I, I'm going to make, I am going to pray with my kids. It's digging a ditch. Listen, I am here tonight because my mama digged it. She dug ditches with me. Y'all, I know y'all don't believe this, but I was a handful. My mama didn't want to dig a ditch. She wanted to dig a grave and put me in it. I was a mess. I always say this. If your kid's a mess and they're wild, they're probably going to end up being in the ministry. Keep digging that ditch with your kids. It's a step of faith. It's, it's, it is daring faith to believe that, you know what, these small little details, these small little things that are happening in my life, this is what's going to bring about that blessing of God that I'm wanting in my life. Some of you single girls in here, you're like, man, I just, I'm tired and done with dating losers. <laughs> Parents, help me out here. You're done and you're tired of dating losers and you are like, God, give me a man of God. I want to date somebody awesome and one day I want to marry a man of God, but you're still hanging out with losers. You're still talking with losers and God's telling you, you need to dig a new ditch in your life. That you need to get away from those friends and those people around you and start by faith moving away from those people that are a bad influence on you and start digging a ditch. Well, what if they don't, what if I don't make any new friends? Well, listen, that's what faith is. It's not guaranteed. It's daring faith. You step out. Well, what if I don't meet anybody? Listen to me. It's not guaranteed. But you take that step of faith and you watch God start doing stuff in your life. And what's going to happen is you just keep digging ditches and you wake up one day and you're like, you're going to be surrounded with the right people in your life. I think about this, not, not just how it affects us personally, but do you know that as a church from day one, this church has been about digging ditches. When we didn't see anything. Do you know that I, I wish I could stand up here and tell you that I was like some genius 14 years ago that I was sitting in Houston and I was strategizing and I was just an amazing strategist and pastor and I had an incredible strategy on how to start a church. And, but I wasn't. I had no idea Mansfield would be what it is. All I knew was driving through this city, God called me to come to this city. That's all I knew. I didn't know the demographics of this place. I didn't know that this was one of the top places to live. I'm telling you, I didn't know this. All I knew was what God put. I was thinking I was coming by myself. And I, you've heard me tell this if you've been around here for a while. God, God stirred it in my heart. God stirred it in my heart. And as crazy as it sounds, it was like 
God's just telling me, would you just dig a ditch and commit to this, and I'll take care of the details. And you know, the moment I said, we are going to Mansfield, that's when God started calling Brad and Elise, Keith and Rochelle. God started putting this together. And you sit here tonight on this weekend because of people just like me that dug ditches. People that in the early days that were crawling in, Mike Goff, that was in a truck sweating up like crazy, unloading on it, 5.30 in the morning on Sunday mornings, digging a ditch with no guarantee, with no promise of anything, just saying, God, we're going to dig ditches because you're going to work in people's lives. It's just digging ditches. Do you know that that... Today, our 4 o'clock service, it took some incredible ditch diggers to pull off our 4 o'clock service today. I love ditch, ditch diggers. i got to be careful how I say that. <laughs> I'm getting in trouble. Start cussing up here. <laughs> I love ditch diggers. You know, people that are working in the parking lot when it's pouring down rain that are standing out there, and it is pouring down rain, and they're like, You know they got to be thinking, what am I doing out here? They're just digging a ditch. Because that's what God told them to do, and they're just digging the ditch, and God's going to bring about that blessing. God's going to bring about that blessing in their life. People that are standing at the door greeting. People that are leading life groups. They're just digging a ditch. You know, we've got a a fall life group coming up, and and man, it's going to be here quick. We're expecting expecting record numbers of life groups this year. And and you know that there are a lot of us today that, that you're sitting here tonight and you're like, you know what? I know God's blessed me with my home and God's blessed me with an incredible, just a, a heart to, to love people. And I know God's asking me to do this, but I don't know how it's going to happen for me to lead a life group. Would you just dig a ditch and let God bless you? And step up and say, you know what? I will lead this year. Do you know that, that the fact that we were able to buy 108 acres, it didn't just happen. See, miracles are not just, faith is not just wishful thinking. Faith requires action. It requires having a daring faith. And we were able to step out and do that because of your generosity being willing to say, we have a daring faith. That I'm going to dig a ditch with, with, with what God has given me to invest in that next generation. What is it in your life? See, I'm looking around this room and I, I know that there are a lot of you that you feel a call of God on your life for full-time ministry. And it's very easy to think, you know what, one of these days somebody's going to knock on my door and they're going to ask me to be the worship pastor. I'm just waiting around and I'm praying for the rain in my life because one of these days they're going to, somebody's going to come banging on my door and ask me to be the youth pastor of a church. Do you know that it may take you to start digging a ditch of sacrifice in your life where you start saying, you know what, maybe I got to change some things. Maybe I need to sell my car and drive an old junker. That I need to go get a second job or I need to quit the job I've got because you know what, I, I, God's called me and I have so much faith in what God has put in my heart that I'm going to dig this ditch of ministry and I'm going to trust God to provide the blessing in my life that I know he's going to bring about in my life. 
See, where we're going as a church, listen to me, I, I believe that God is calling in people that are going to catch this vision of being ditch diggers. Because I'm going to tell you something, and I, I'm so excited about this series and where God has taken us. But I, I look at this, and I don't think it's coincidence that we're doing this series in the midst of, of, of purchasing 108 acres. Have you ever stopped to think about what in the world was God thinking and giving Creekwood 108 acres? I ask myself that all the time. But all I know is that, you know what, we're going to keep on digging ditches and trusting God. So whether it's in your personal life, whether it's in your finances, whether it's in your marriage, whether it's in, in, in finding purpose in your life, I pray that today you step out and you start saying, you know what, I'm not going to live this safe life. God, would you help me to have daring faith? Would you help me? to get out of my comfort zone. See, I think that I'm looking at a group of people here tonight that you already know what you're supposed to do. You already know it in your heart. And God's already spoken it clearly into your life. And you know it with all of... And you're hoping you can go, God, I'm praying you just forget what you asked me to do and because I don't really want to dig a ditch. I don't really want to sacrifice. I don't really want to make that step of faith that, that seems so irrational in my life. And I would just tell you this, is that what are you gaining from living a safe life? And you're missing out on the incredible purpose and plan that God has for your life that the Bible tells us that God wants to do beyond anything we could ever imagine in our lives. Would you take that step in your life? No matter how impossible your prayer requests are, trust God and take that daring faith step. Would you bow your heads tonight as we pray? You know, I want you to just to close your eyes for just a few moments. And I know we live in a culture and a world that we want things moving. And when a pastor asks you to just sit still for a few moments, it's kind of uncomfortable. We don't like these awkward moments. But I want it to be awkward today. I want you to be uncomfortable. you'll just sit there and kind of shut it down and think about your life and think, man, what is it? What is it that we've always dreamed of doing? What is it that we know God is, is asking us to do? And it's, it's like one of the most daring faith steps you've ever taken in your life. That is so out of your comfort zone, so out of your safety net, you are like, this is crazy. But I'm going for it. I'm coming to the edge. 
and I'm jumping. I'm taking that leap. I'm taking that step of faith today. God, through me digging ditches in my life, through me digging ditches in the calling that God has put in my life, through me digging ditches in every aspect of my life, God, you are going to bring about an abundant blessing and use me to see people's lives changed. Father, thank you for every person here tonight. God, I I praise your name for their hearts. I thank you, God, that they're here and they're listening to your voice. I pray that you would speak clearly into our lives. Father, I pray that you would embolden us. Give us courage to be daring. Give us courage to step out, out of our comfort zone and take that daring faith step that you're calling us to do. We thank you for this tonight, God, in your name. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more messages and information about Creekwood Church, visit us at creekwoodchurch.com.